Hello, dear people. It's only Zosia's today. Yes, I know I'm also sad about it. However, from time to time we'll be recording solo episodes because we both have busy lives and sometimes it's impossible to find time to meet up. Actually, this week we scheduled a meeting for Thursday when the episodes usually came up, so came out. So, <laughs> um, silly mistakes forgive us um but don't worry it won't happen that often and the solo episodes will be mostly featured with topics that only one of us has knowledge about so you're not missing anything yeah so okay uh as always i'm going to start with our segments and my sweets and bitters of the week the sweet of the week is the fact that i passed my theoretical driving test and i even got 100 percent. so Yay! I'm a step closer to getting my driver's license so I can, you know, drive through the city and blast Taylor Swift songs. And um, the bitter of the week is, I don't know, I had hard time to think about it, but probably being exhausted as the new semester just started for me. And I'm doing so many things at the same time, job number one, job number two podcast, uni, getting my driving license, reading books. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard. However, I'm grateful that I have a job and I'm also proud of myself that I, that I motivated myself to do this whole driving thing because it took me sometimes two years to be exact. And yeah, I'm glad that the first part is already behind me and now just the practi practical part <laughs> okay so now the fun part um book of the week i must admit i've read so many books recently i love the grisha trilogy and everything that came after i practically devoured and i even watched the series and i'm waiting for the second season of shadow and bone i'm so much invested uh, <laughs> Um, okay, however, um, I wanted to give a shout out to a book called Written in the Stars by Alexandria Bellefleur. Um, we recently talked with Laura how poor the LGBT romance collection is and now this amazing book finds its way into my hands and it is such a well-written simple lesbian romance. So warm, so sexy and I have enjoyed it so much. And it has a fake dating trope and I loved every single sentence and it's definitely a five-star book. So yeah, I recommend it. I would not be talking a lot about the plot. Um, you just have to know that both these girls are extremely pretty in my imaginary vision of them. And um, that one of them is so into astrology and the other is not. And it's, I don't know, it's so fun. Um, I loved both of them. Okay, so today's episode is going to be about asexuality. I talked about it already in the Instagram and asked you to ask me questions so I could answer them. Um, as you may know or not, uh, I am asexual and I'm also a huge researcher and I wrote a college essay about asexuality, I've read about it from many academic books and articles 
Um, however, I'm still not a psychologist or a sexologist, so if you have a problem related to your sexual orientation, you should look for professional help. I just wanted that to be clear. Um, and yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, let's start with the basic um, definition. Because throughout the years, I've been asked a million times what exactly does asexuality mean. And it means having no or very low sexual uh, attraction to other people and no or low interest in sexual activities. Um, What's important is the fact that asexuality is not a result of physical, uh, physiological, physical or mental disorders. Asexuality, just like every other sexual orientation, is natural. If you encounter no sexual interest, attraction after for example being sexually harassed it does not necessarily mean you are asexual from now on you can just be traumatized and as i said before you should um, seek professional help okay so asexual people can have no or low sexual attraction it means that some of them do experience sexual attraction <laughs> and that brings us closer to the topic of a spectrum and demisexuality and that's one of the questions I've received um, as sexuality can be used as an umbrella term um, demisexuality means experiencing no primary sexual attraction um, which means that the demisexual people can experience a sexual attraction to a person that they have a special bond with. How does it work? Um, like that. Uh, when a demisexual person meets another person, yeah, they do have, they do not have, sorry, any sexual attraction to this person. Um, and after time with getting to know the person, uh, when they develop a bond, they can also develop a sexual attraction to them and create romantic and sexual relationships. And yeah, that is demisexuality. The difference between demisexuality and asexuality is the fact that um, asexual people mostly do not ever develop a sexual attraction or the sexual attraction is so low that it's almost not valid and demisexual people do have this sexual attraction but after time after um getting to know a person they you know chose <laughs> and what about the ace spectrum um asexuality is a term white and some people um want to be more precise about their label um so there is a huge range of them uh, to describe every possible combination of having no or lacking sexual attraction and having or lacking romantic attraction. Um, for example, the term grey asexual is considered the grey area in which a person may only experience sexual attraction on occasions. Yeah, so as I, as I said, the asexuals mostly do not have any sexual attraction, but the term grey asexual um, can mean that they, that people can experience sexual attraction um, on occasion. Um, for me personally, the grey labels sound extremely confusing and hard and scary, so if you want to read about it more, you can just google it. I, however, would like to focus on the difference between sexual and romantic attraction to others. 
um, because even though a lot of asexual people are at the same time aromantic, which means experiencing no romantic feelings for other people, um, there is no rule that says that asexuals can't love romantically. Yay! Because you can be asexual and, for example, heteroromantic, yeah? Which means that you have no sexual attraction to anybody, but you have romantics, you can have romantic feelings for um, people of the opposite sex. Or you can be asexual and homoromantic, asexual and be romantic, asexual and panromantic. You know, you know the drill. Um, yeah, there's a valid percent of asexual people who are in romantic relationships. Like, not expressing sexual attraction does not mean that um, you have to stay single forever. Asexuality does not exclude anyone from living their, li their lives as they want to. So many asexual people in relationships are in them with other asexuals. However, some of them have partners sexually active. And how does it work in that case? And the answer is, it depends. Because some of them have sex with their partner just to fulfill their needs. Some of them live in open relationships. And the, the topic of open relationships is... Um, open relationships in asexuality is actually the topic of my college essay. Uh, so I have some things to talk about. <laughs> um, what, what it is? Um, open relationships are kind of a taboo topic. Um, so it was kind of controversial that I, that I wrote about it. Um, but it can, in my opinion, be a great opportunity for these asexuals who really don't want to have sex, but fell in love with sexually active partner, because it's not like we are choosing who we fell in love with, right? It just happens to a person. Um, I know that the girl in the movie, uh, Little Woman, said that it does not happen to a person, but I think it kind of does. <laughs> of course, we can choose... Um, and not hang out with a person we do not want to fall in love with. However, we mostly just do because there is something stronger that our minds and that is our heart, I think. <laughs> okay, that was poetic. Um, anyway, um, so when a sexual person is in a relationship with a sexually active person, and they do not want to have sex, like ever, um, they can create an open relationship. And in these open relationships, the romantic feelings are intimate and are the boundaries of the relationship. But the physical aspect is up to the sexually active partner. So, um, for example, because I believe that the example is the crucial thing, like it's easier to understand everything with an example. Um, let's imagine I have a partner. <laughs> we have to imagine, that's so sad. Anyway, let's imagine I have a partner and I don't want to have sex, like, ever. It's just not for me. I do not find this thought, like, well, I don't know. I just don't want to. And that's okay. 
there's nothing wrong with that, that's okay. And my partner, for example, wants to have sex, and that's okay as well. Um, we love each other exclusively, but my partner has sex with other people. And I don't care about it, I'm not jealous, because sex is not important to me. For me, feelings are the base of the relationship. So for me, for example, in for me in the relation, open relationship, um, the cheating part is, for example, when uh, my partner is in love with somebody else. It does not bother me that he sleeps with, uh, that he or she sleeps with other people, but if feelings are involved in in their um relationship it kind of bothers me it's it's like cheating yeah so the boundary is with feelings not being physical because for me being physical is up to them it's not something that i care about it's not something that i want to experience so but that's just personally personally for me um because what you have to understand is that a sexuality is an umbrella term like it can mean everything <laughs> um it can mean everything and it looks like that um that for example i see myself in a open relationship i believe but there are a lot of people that would be jealous, that would not want to be in an open relationship, and that's okay. Uh, I wrote this in my essay as well. Uh, it's not like we, you know, we have to be in an open relationship. Sometimes when you are in a situation when you don't want to have sex and you are in a relationship with someone who is sexually active, well, then you just have to break up. Sometimes even though our heart our heart wants something it does not mean that it is for us like as i said i don't know a few episodes ago sometimes you just have to choose what you deserve and not what you feel like yeah because life is not always so easy um so yeah it's not always that simple um Okay, uh, I would also like to answer quickly a question about how to know if you are asexual. Um, there is a few, there are a few ways. Um, first, if you have this opportunity, uh, you can visit a psychologist or preferably a sexologist. Uh, but I know that a lot of people are not capable of doing that. So more available option is just reading about it. Research is great. Research is the most effective, cheap way as you can learn about yourself and also get your nerves suited that you are perfectly fine and that there are others like you. For example, it helped me so much when I first discovered that maybe sex is not for me. And at first I felt like something is wrong. Like, like why do I, I, why do I, don't want to do the things that other people do like it just was scary at first but when i read about it uh when i saw that other people ask the same questions i felt safer 
like it was okay that I feel this way. Um, yeah, so the research. Research is great. And um, if you want me to send you some cool articles, let me know in our DMs on our Instagram, at Dear People Podcast. Um, because uh, sometimes it's hard for people who are not in the academic field to find uh, good informations and I have a lot of them uh, still after yeah. reading the essay I still have them uh, on my computer so let me know and another way and please don't laugh because it sounds a bit silly but you can also do some quizzes online and it's not like a really good source of information I'm not telling you that but it has those helpful questions that make you reflect about your sexual orientation for example there are the questions uh, have you experienced any sexual attraction to people <laughs> this sex in the span of <laughs> this time and um it kind of what makes you think about it and you are reflecting about yourself and and what what is up with you <laughs> so uh, even though it might sound stupid it's actually quite helpful and as i said at the first when i looked up sexuality i was scared uh, it was something new to me because um asexuality is the less talked about sexual orientation like ever there is um very small amount of researchers who research <laughs> things about the sexuality there are not so many articles and I believe that I will be working on this topic um, during my academic work. <laughs> yeah, I would like to, to do some you know, researches and I just like to I would just like to help other people not to feel broken. And the word broken I use so many times when I ask myself in my head Am I broken? Uh, there is something wrong with me because I am choosing a different lifestyle than other people and there is something broke. I'm broken. And um, then I watched the sex education episode in which there was a girl who came to the sexologist and she said that um she does not want to have sex at all and that and that she thinks that she can she is broken and the woman told her that's my favorite quote ever um sex doesn't make us whole how could you ever be broken and i believe that it is important to remember that sex doesn't make us it's just something we do sex doesn't define us it's just something we do <laughs> for example sex is like i don't know brushing teeth it's not a big deal you are just doing that 
or you're okay so maybe not brushing teeth because please brush your teeth because it's unhealthy if you are not doing it <laughs> but i don't know it's like eating sandwiches you can live without eating sandwiches of course you can you can replace it with something else and you are not broken because you are not eating sandwiches i don't know if this metaphor speaks to you but it kind of speaks to me like yeah sex is like a sandwich i can live without it <laughs> okay that's so stupid anyway um for more answered question check out our instagram as i will be posting them frequently for another few days and what can i say see you in two weeks hopefully with laura because it was scary and less funny without her. Laura, I missed you. Anyway, <laughs> see you in two weeks. Bye.